Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. And uh, I want to talk to you tonight. Uh, this is a message I've been wanting to preach for probably three or four months. And uh, I was waiting until everybody got back to church. And we had a good crowd this morning relative to what it's been. So I thank God for that. Thank God for you that are here tonight. Uh, but I've been waiting to get a get a good group here on, on Sunday night. And the Lord just gave me a release. said, look, I don't care if there's one person there. I want you to preach this message. And, uh, and so I'm going to preach it tonight with the help of the Lord. Uh, Ephesians chapter 3. I'm going to read one verse and then you can be seated. I know you've been standing quite a while. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. And everybody said amen. amen. Heavenly Father, be with us tonight. Anoint your word. Anoint us to preach and to hear. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen. amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to preach to you tonight. Go big. Amen. I started to do go big, go home, but that's kind of trite. And, uh, and also, that kind of sounds rude, so I, I didn't want to do that. Uh, so I, I want to challenge us tonight to believe the kind of God that we serve. We serve a prayer-answering God tonight. Amen. And uh, it's just like God to say, you know, instead of preaching this on a night when uh, everybody decides to come back on Sunday night, uh, just preach it to the faithful, preach it to the ones that are watching uh, because God can do more with a little than he can with a lot sometimes. Amen. God, I, where I read in my Bible that I don't see where God ever filled uh, uh, a, a water pot uh, and changed some uh, decent wine to good wine. I see an empty pot where men put water in a pot and uh, God filled it uh, and made it the best wine. Praise God. God takes the worst of situations and he turns it, praise the Lord. God takes situations where uh, you have lost hope and you're at the end of your road. <clears throat> and perhaps the doctor has told you that there is no hope. But there's always hope in God. Praise God. I said there's always hope in God. Hallelujah. The lawyers told you there's no way you can win. But praise God, we have a God that is able to do exceeding abundantly. The word or the term exceeding abundantly means beyond our imagination is what it means. Exceeding abundantly. And tonight we have uh, this promise from the God of all creation. And, uh, but I want to start and break this down beginning with him. Now unto him. This was a worship phrase by the Apostle Paul. And tonight, our focus has to be on Him. It's not on the UPC. It's not on Apostolic Church. It's not on Donnie Copeland. It's on Him. Praise God. Now unto Him. Praise God. It is God that is able to work in our life. Now unto Him. I can't do it, but He can. I can't heal it, but He can. I can't finance it, but He can. Now unto Him. Praise God. Be all power and glory unto him. Come on, let's thank him. Let's praise him together right now. Praise God. Now unto him that is what? Able. Amen. He's able. In fact, the Bible says, He that cometh to the Lord must first believe that he is and a rewarder of them 
who diligently seek him. Abraham in, or Paul writing about Abraham in Romans chapter 4. If you're not familiar with that passage, I know I allude to it quite a bit, but I encourage you in your Bible reading to spend some time in Romans chapter 4 and, uh, and get acquainted with how Abraham became the father of the faithful. Abraham wasn't born the father of the faithful. He became the father of the faithful because he finally got convinced that God is able. And uh, he that cometh to the Lord must first believe that he is. So often we come to him in prayer and we come to him in feeling sorry for ourselves, in pity. We come to him feeling afraid. We come to him feeling in want. We come to him in so many different ways and, uh, uh, and God understands that because we are human. But the Bible says uh, in the faith chapter, in the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews, that he that cometh to the Lord must first believe that he is. Praise God. He is what? He is able. Amen. And that's what Paul is saying here in Ephesians, Ephesians 3 and uh, 20. Now unto him... That is able. I'm glad I have a God tonight that is able. I'm glad whatever's going on in your body, God is able. I'm glad, oh, uh, listen to me tonight. I'm talking to somebody. You, you may have a relationship. There may be a relationship between you and your kids, uh, and it seems uh, unreparable. Amen. It may seem like it's or irreparable. It may seem like that it is something that cannot be repaired. But I'm here to tell you tonight that God is able. Amen. It may look like that you never can get that loan paid off, but God is able. It may feel like that it's never going to happen, but God is able. Now unto Him that is able. You got to get that. I got to get that in my spirit. God is able tonight. Praise God. If I don't get anything else from this message tonight, I have to go home with this thought. My God is able. Praise God. When it comes to the youth, God is able. When it comes to the children, God is able. He sets a uh, table in the wilderness. Now listen, you, you don't find a table in the wilderness, but God can set a table in the wilderness. Back to the rock. You don't get water out of a rock normally, but God can get water out of a rock. Normally you don't get oil out of a rock. But God can get oil out of a rock. Now unto him that is able. I'm serving a God tonight that is able. Amen. When we go to him, we must first believe that he is. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now unto him that is able to do. Now I'm so thankful this didn't say uh, God is able to do most of what we think. Are able to do a large part of what we're thinking. But God is able to do exceeding and abundantly. That's the God that we serve. Now unto Him, who? God. Uh, what, what about God? He's able. <laughs> unto who? God. Uh, what about God? He's able. Unto who is God? And what about God? He's able. Praise God. But He's not just able. He's able to do exceeding abundantly. Oh, I, I, I've never guessed. Why? Because he's God's able to do exceeding abundantly. I never thought God could do this. Listen, you're trying to just have a relationship with your child, but God's going to give you a relationship 
that exceeds your best expectation. You're trying to get a loan paid off, but God is able to exceed your greatest expectation. Oh, we're trying to get somebody here Friday night, but God can exceed who? God. What about God? He's able, what He's able to do, to do exceeding and abundantly whatever I can think. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look at this. Above all that we ask or think. Praise God. All that we ask or think. Well, that word all has, has been prominent today, hasn't it? He wants us to acknowledge Him, uh, to give Him all of our heart. He wants us to acknowledge Him in all of our ways. And the Bible says right here in verse 30 that He's able to do all that we ask or think. Oh, well, well I, I don't know if, if, if God works. Listen, God works in everything. Oh, I don't know if God cares about this. God cares about everything. I'm not, I don't know if God is, is concerned about this. God's concerned about everything. My Bible says right here uh, that Him, who's Him? It's God. And what about God? He's able. And, and, and how much is He able? He's able to do exceeding and abundantly. Uh, uh, okay, so, so God is able to do exceedingly abundantly uh, 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 what? All, amen, all, everything, everything going on in my life, uh, everything, car repairs, uh, house repairs, uh, uh, things with my physical body, uh, legal situations, medical situations, uh, financial situations. God is able to handle it all. Praise God. Hallelujah. You see, the problem's never been God. The problem's always been me. It's never been God. Boy, God just doesn't heal like he used to. Yes, he does. I would contend tonight, and I would challenge the greatest Bible scholar out there uh, to, to call me on it. I believe not only does God still do miracles, I'll go one step farther and tell you this, I believe God does more miracles in 2021 than he ever did in the Bible. Because there wasn't 7 billion people on the face of the earth when he walked this earth. But I'm telling you, God's working miracles all the time. Plus, I'm hanging on to his word. My Bible says him, that's God, is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we ask or think. And you know what that tells me? We got to start asking and we got to start thinking. I'm going to say that again. We got to start asking and we got to start thinking. Listen. Uh, Let me change this up a little bit. Now, unto him who, God, what about God? He's able. He's able to do what? Uh, Exceeding, or to what degree? Exceeding abundantly. Uh, How much? All, everything. But that's where it stops. He says, what we ask or think. Could it be tonight? You've worried about your relationship with your children, but you hadn't asked about it. Could it be that you've thought about it, and, and that's part of it, but you got to ask him? Because James said, you have not, because you ask not. And when you ask, you ask amiss. In other words, you have the wrong motive for asking. But when we go to God and say, God, I'm not trying to get anything out of it for me. I just need you to work in this situation. God, I need you, and I know, God, your word. I'm standing on Ephesians 3 and 20. 
and 3 and 20 tells me that you, God, is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that I think, and I've been thinking it, but today I'm asking it, God. I'm asking you to fill my children with the Holy Ghost. I'm asking you, God, to fill my brother with the Holy Ghost. I'm asking you to bring in backsliders. I'm asking you, Lord, to pull in everybody, amen, that needs the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. Here it is. According to the power that worketh in us. Amen. I, I was interested in that word according. And th that word according is basically what's contained. It's what's contained in us. It, it, the power is in there. But we got to ask it and I believe we got to think it. In fact, if you see this in verse 20... It says, ask or think. So I believe we can think it. And if you think about it, I believe sometimes when I'm thinking about it, I'm, I'm really in a way I'm asking because it's on my mind. But I think there's power when we think and ask. I think we can think or ask because that's what the Word says. I believe we can think or ask, but oh, I want to think and ask. I want to say, God, I believe that you can fill this place up Friday night. God, I'm believing you, Lord. Amen. Now, now listen, somebody said, well, if you believe God for, for $20, why don't you just go ahead and believe him for $20 million? Well, I, I believe, first of all, uh, faith is incremental. Paul said we go from faith to faith and glory to glory. So God starts us here and moves us. And so uh, God knows what we can handle. And so we don't pray, uh, God, give us one person Friday night. But we pray, God, give us as many as we can handle. And God says, well, I, I think you can handle a whole church full. We'll give us all of them. I think you can handle five. We'll give us, give us five. I think you can handle ten. So we, we, we put it back on him and say, God, we want everybody, we want every seat in this place filled Friday night. But God, you know what we can handle. So God, you know what we're going to ask? We're going to ask you give us everybody. And all week long, Tuesday, we're going to fast Tuesday morning. Uh, sun up to Tuesday or Wednesday sun up and we're praying uh, let, let's focus on expound for Friday night Tuesday during our fast and we say God we're asking and we're thinking now here's what he said I'm able to do exceeding abundantly what you ask or think and so God we're asking you Lord uh, God to give us as many as you will give us uh, Friday night and Lord I, I believe in you God they won't just watch a video they won't just come and eat some, some good finger foods or whatever. But God, I'm believing you that they're going to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Uh, Lord, what, what on a, on a video? Yeah. Amen. They get filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Uh, and we baptize them in the name of Jesus. Well, that, that, this is only your second one. That's pretty lofty. Well, I got to go back to the word. Now unto him that is able. To do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. According to the power that worketh in us. Now here's what I do know. I, I know this. God can yank somebody off of the freeway. But that's not normally how he works. You know how God normally works? Is you ask somebody. You tell somebody. You share it with somebody. And God moves on their heart. Can God fill a water pot with wine, an empty water pot? Yes. 
but most of the time, he's going to have you put some water in it, and he'll turn what you put in there into the wine. Amen. And so could God just yank somebody off the freeway and bring them in? Yes, he could. But more than likely, God, uh, I'm going to take four or five of these. Uh, amen. And, and uh, I've got several in my car. And I'm going to give those out this week. And I've given some out, but I'm going to give some more out. Because I know that God is able to do exceeding uh, abundantly above all that I can ask or think. But the power is in me. I want to release what God wants to do. I want to release, amen, what God is able to do. Is God able to bless me financially? Yes. But I want to prime the pump a little bit. I want to put some water in the water pot. What are you talking about, preacher? I want to give God. God doesn't need anything to work with. But I want to go ahead and give him a little bit to work with and say, okay, God, I've given you this and I didn't give it to you to give back to me, but you said you're able to do above. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And so we've got to believe that God is able. Amen. And we have to raise our level of expectation. We so often we come into the house of God uh, just quite honestly, we came in here Wednesday night. I said, okay, pastor's going to do that last little Bible study. and We're going to have our little Bible study. And, uh, you know, he's going to teach that uh, dry Bible study. And then we're going to have a prayer. And we're going to go home and eat a bacon tomato sandwich. And, you know, and read our Bible. I'm sure that's what you're going to do after that. Read your Bible. Have your glass of warm milk and go to bed. Uh, but God had other plans. And we, we prayed for the sick around here. And I believe God started a work in people's lives. You see, God will do, God is able to do exceeding abundantly. Above all that we can ask or think. We've got to start believing God that on Wednesday night He can fill people with the Holy Ghost. We've got to start believing that on Monday... Oh, I hope somebody gets the Holy Ghost Wednesday. Oh, no, or, or Tuesday in growth group, or Wednesday uh, in growth group, or Thursday online, or Tuesday online in growth group. Oh, but what about somebody uh, stopping by the church and saying, I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I want to be baptized in Jesus' name. Listen, if it happened to Brother Finney in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I believe it can happen right here. Praise God. We had a lady here uh, yesterday. She came in before prayer meeting. And wanted to talk to my wife and I. And she said, I can't even figure out why I'm here. But we knew why she was here. Amen. Because we've been praying. And God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. I'm telling you, when we start asking and when we start thinking, God goes above that. Praise God. And so we need to start believing God. And sometimes we can feel like that uh, asking God for great things and powerful things, it, it, are, are, they may be foolish. But listen, if we, the Bible says we, the only reason we don't ever get from God is because we ask uh, sometimes for ourselves. But when we are praying for the lost to come in, we're right in God's wheelhouse. Because God wants everybody to be saved. That's not a selfish prayer. That's a God prayer. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all would come to repentance. And so what we've got to do, 
We've got to start believing God, not for hundreds and not for thousands and not for millions, but we got to start believing. There's 7 billion people on the face of the earth, and we got to start believing God, pour the Holy Ghost out in every church everywhere. Lord, fill pastors with the Holy Ghost. Give pastors the revelation of the name of Jesus. Listen, God will take care of us. We'll get our part of that. But we just pray for the kingdom. Amen. The Lord said pray this after this manner. Amen. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, I'm praying for your kingdom. I'm praying that your cross is not in vain. I'm praying that your crucifixion is not in vain. I'm praying that everybody that needs the Holy Ghost is filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm telling you what I'm asking God for. I'm asking God that we have to have a service at 9 a.m. I did this Wednesday, but you're going to hear this just about every service because I want this to drip out of your, out of your very being. Amen. I want you to get it in your spirit because my God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I could ask or think. Praise God. And so I believe in God. If this building is uh, uh, hold probably five or six hundred, I believe in God that five or six hundred people are in this building. There's another couple hundred over next door at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. And we finish at 9 a.m. And there's another six or eight hundred counting that building come in at 11 a.m. And when with that 11 a.m. group leaves at 1 uh, p.m., there's another 800 that comes in at, at 1 p.m. Uh, or at 3 p.m. And when that group at 3 leaves at 3 at 5, uh, there's another 800 comes in. Uh, oh, I, I'm standing on his word tonight. Uh, God is able to do, uh, amen, God is able to do uh, exceeding abundantly above uh, all that we could ask or think. Praise God. But I don't want to stop there. Amen. As far as I know, the largest apostolic church, uh, at least in the United States that I'm aware of, uh, that in, in my knowledge, and there could be one larger, was the church in Stockton, California. I don't know that it's that size now. They've been through a lot financially, a lot with passing of uh, Bishop Haney. Uh, but at one time, that church ran almost 5,000. I believe that that should not be uh, the exception, I believe that ought to be the rule. I don't believe it's the will of God that the, the average church is 70, 80, or 100. I believe it's the will of God that it's in the thousands. Amen. And listen, with technology, I'm believing God for a church in the millions. Amen. I'm believing there's people all over the world. I'm telling you, God's given us some men up there, these three men I'm looking at up here uh, that help us out. And uh, they've got a burden for what we're doing. And uh, Brother Manser sent me a text a while ago. We've been trying to get uh, the sermons. We're trying to get them cut down uh, to about 30 minutes and put them on uh, a podcast so people can listen all over the world. He just shot me a while ago and said, we're on Spotify. Amen. We're waiting on Apple's podcast to give us the okay. And we'll be on Apple podcast. And I'm going to tell you, I, I want to reach millions of people. 
Amen. I want people that we'll never meet to, to see us in heaven and say, I heard you worshiping God. Amen. I heard you praising God. I heard a one God message and I was baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. I heard a one God message. Amen. And I was filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so tonight, God is challenging us because far too often, I'm afraid, we get to existing and we don't ask and we don't think. Oh, we think about that new this or that. We think about where we're going on vacation and we think about this and that. But I'm telling you, I want to think about the kingdom of God. I, I want to think about uh, Tuesday when I'm fasting. I want to be have my mind on what God's going to do here Friday night. Praise God. Amen. All week long, I want to be thanking God. I want to be thinking about what God's going to do this morning. Uh, I want to be thinking far too often. I'm just being honest with you. I, I don't think about what's going on in the Spanish church uh, a lot of times till it's already over. But I've been praying, God, I want to have a burden for hot springs. And I want to have a burden for the church. It, just because it's not in front of me, I want to have a burden for it. Amen. I was praying this morning, God bless hot springs. Let people receive the Holy Ghost. Let people, Lord, be baptized in Jesus' name. Lord, I'm asking you, God, to work miracles in hot springs. I'm asking God right now with them over there as we, as I'm speaking, that people are filled with the Holy Ghost. People are baptized in Jesus' name. People are healed. Amen. Amen. The people that are watching get the Holy Ghost while they're watching. Amen. They lift their hands and they begin to praise God and God fills them with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues hallelujah hallelujah so the, the challenge for you and I tonight is start thinking like God is start believing like God and you know far too often I think our thinking is with God we want to have enough to where you know we uh just like the youth and just like the children and just like the, the church uh, overall. We, we want to have enough to where uh, we got a good reputation and everybody thinks well of us and, and you know, we're, we're doing our part. But listen, I, I'm not interested in keeping up with the Joneses. I'm not interested in what everybody else is doing. Thank God that's the kingdom of God and I pray for every single one that is preaching truth. But, but what I'm asking God to do, God do something uncommon. God, do something that is not normal. Do something that we cannot get the credit for. God, I'm not asking you for hundreds. I'm, I'm not asking you for thousands. I'm asking you for ten thousands. And then when we get ten thousands, I'm asking you for hundreds of thousands. And when we get hundreds of thousands, I'm asking you for millions. And after we get millions, amen, I'm asking you for billions. Or you say, well, well, wait a minute, boy, that's pretty big. Well, my Bible says God is able. Amen. My Bible says God is able. I might as well think it, and I might as well ask it, because my God is able to tonight. Praise God. I want to read a portion of scripture to you. I believe it ought to be our standard prayer. It's found in the same book of Ephesians, but it's in the first chapter, and it's the 19th verse. And uh, let me begin with verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Him. 
The eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power. But the day I walked out of that Xfinity store the other day, that I spent half of my sermon preaching on today. I realize I spent a lot of time on Xfinity. They ought to pay us an ad fee or something. And I got in my car. God said, I want you to look back in there. And I looked back in there. He said, I want you to see yourself sitting at that workstation where you were sitting. He said, I want you to count again how many people ended up around you. And in all, there were seven that ended up. Now, you'd think, boy, that, that's, that's a lot of people to get two phones going and to get a, a replace a modem. God said it never was about the phones and it never was about the modems. I had the guy unplug the modem that sends you there to reach somebody. And I just, a bonus, I gave you two phones. And saved you $600 a year. But it was never about the phones. And it was never about the modems. It was about the souls. Boy, if we can ever get to thinking like God. Man, it, good grief. It took hour and a half at the restaurant today. We didn't go to the restaurant today. We ate barbecue. I'm just, this is hypothetical. So what, where'd you go? Hour and a half at the restaurant today. They got our order wrong six times. They brought us the wrong thing over and over. And we lose sight of what that was all about. That was never about you ordered chicken fajitas and they brought you beef. It was never about you ordered flour tortillas and you got corn, although that is a major snafu. I have a good friend that has a son who's Down syndrome, and he said, hell hath no fury like Hayden when he gets his to-go order of Mexican food home and he got corn tortillas instead of flour. Amen. It's never, it's not about your teeth. It's about the person, our persons that were waiting on you and the opportunity that God gave you. And that, when you walk out of there and say, man, they could have been so ugly and they could have been so rude they had every right to, to pitch a fit, but they were so gracious and they were so kind. It's always about the souls and it's never about what we think it's about. And that's what he's saying right here. He's saying that our understanding can be enlightened. I'm in verse 18 of Ephesians 1. That you may know what is the hope of his calling and the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the same. 